Hello and welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. A healthy entrepreneur is someone who achieves business success whilst prioritising their physical and mental well-being. In other words, they understand the healthy hustle. They possess the ability to effectively manage their business operations, make strategic decisions and nurture their personal health and brand for sustainable growth and long-term success. Health benefits you and your business in so many ways, from improving your resilience throughout the day, to making you more productive and creative, even to the reflection that other people see of you or you see of yourself and how you're perceived to those people. In this episode, I really want to give you some actionable advice that you can take away and use right now to improve your health and start to see benefits in your business. Did you realize, for example, that stress is directly related to body fat? or that a study showed that weightlifters that were told not to lift weights for two weeks, but just to manifest or visualize themselves lifting those weights instead, showed a 13% increase in muscle mass. This was told by Dr. Tara Swart-Bieber, who is a neuroscientist, um, and she lifted the lid on the power of the brain on the recent Diary of a CEO podcast with Stephen Bartlett. I really highly recommend going to listen to that episode in particular. So while we're telling you this, because the power of your brain is incredible. And you know, Dr. Tara will, will open up on this a bit more in, this podca- in that podcast, but it's quite incredible how powerful your brain is. So what can we do to improve our brain function? Or what can we do to improve our physical health to then have a knock-on effect and improve our brain? Because ultimately we want to harness our brain, but looking after our body is a great way to start doing that. So let's jump in with a few interesting areas for the main bulk of this episode. So the first thing I want to talk about is regular eating schedules. So it's really important that your body gets into a rhythm of when it's going to eat and when it's going to sleep. And this is why people talk a lot about fasting, intermittent fasting. That's what you know our ancestors used to do. They didn't eat three or four times a day. They would eat once every day or once every other day. And having that time where your body has nothing to process can be really good. It's not something that I recommend or I do. So I can't talk to you, but certainly a regular eating schedule is important. So try to eat at regular intervals to maintain steady blood sugar levels and prevent those energy crashes. So skipping meals can lead to poor decision-making and decrease productivity. But equally, having too much food in one go can lead to uh, a a spike in blood sugar. It's also going to make you feel incredibly fatigued. So regular eating schedules and really, you know, making those meals poor, the right portion size is, I guess, what I'm trying to say, the right portion size. So, for example, if I've got a meeting or an interview or something uh, just after lunch, I will break my lunch into two portions. So I might have the first portion at maybe half past 11 in the morning. Sounds a bit early, but then I'd have the second one at maybe one. And then I'll have a podcast at two. The reason I do that is to allow myself to not have that, that drop off where I feel tired and can't perform as well as I could if I had kept my blood sugar at a constant level. The second one I think is really, really important and is glossed over too quickly is hydration. So staying hydrated by drinking plenty of water throughout the day. Dehydration we know can lead to fatigue and decreased cognitive function. So you're supposed to drink 2.7 liters of water a day as a female and 3.7 liters a day as a male. What we normally do um, is talk about this as a guideline, right? This is not, it's not like you, you need to have exactly that amount, but it's a really good target to aim for. 
And what, it, what you have to remember is that if you're drinking the tea or coffee or alcohol, the way that I do it is that that takes away from that amount. So if I'm going to drink 3.7 liters of, of water, you know, nearly four bottles of water, if I've got a liter bottle. If I drink a coffee, I need to add more to that water bottle. If I drink a tea or alcohol, I need to drink more because they are diuretics. So they're going to take water out of your body. So you need to add, you need to make up for that. Otherwise, day on day, you think you're drinking 3.7 liters of water, you're doing it right. What's actually happening is slowly you're decreasing the water in your body because you're not replacing that water that's being taken by, uh, by, by the diuretics that you're, that you're drinking. And something else that's really important is to remember electrolytes. So 3.7 liters of water for a male or 2.7 for a female is a lot of water. That is a lot of water. And to start with, it will be really difficult. So the way I started doing it is by having a bottle with times on it, for example. Every hour, I'd only have to drink a certain amount. The next hour, a certain amount more. And it would be easy. You just fill that bottle up again and again, and that's it for the day. And you haven't got to think about it. You don't need to use the bathroom all the time. But what's important to remember is if you're going to drink that much water, you're going to flush out your electrolytes. So you can be hydrated, you know, 100%, but you're still going to feel fatigued because you've knocked out all the electrolytes, which really do help with cognitive function. So how to get over that? Well, what we do and what my, uh, my old biology teacher used to do for her son, who used to play for the England team uh, in rugby, she used to say, just in every litre of water, a pinch of salt, a pinch of sugar, and a few sort of bits of ginger. So cut a bit of ginger off. We keep our ginger in the freezer, cut a bit off, put it in the water and let it, uh, let it sort of disintegrate in there and letting out those electrolytes. And the reason we do that is because that then makes sure that everything, every time we're drinking, we are getting a little bit more electrolytes. We're replenishing those stores when we're sweating them out or we're washing them out through our kidneys. And it's really, really amazing the difference it will have. So doing that, being hydrated, but hydrating in an intelligent way will make a big difference to your week. And of course, then thinking about that, if you're hydrated well, all the meetings you're going to, you're going to be right on the money. You're going to be really thinking clearly. You're not going to have that drop off in the afternoon of fatigue or want to miss the gym or, you know, feel lazy. Really, really important. The next one I wanted to mention was limiting processed foods. So reduce your intake of processed foods because they are often high in sugar. They're high in unhealthy fats and they are high in additives. And a lot of these things, if you talk to doctors, you talk to you know, medical professionals, they actually will have or potentially be carcinogenic. Right? There'll be things in there that we really, really don't want to have. If you, if, you eat, if you eat them consistently at high enough amounts, they can cause some horrible side effects. It's really important just to go for whole unprocessed foods, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, and whole grains. Really, really important. And to go for stuff that is, is uh, you know, naturally occurring. So if you eat a lot of pasta or bread, why not go for rice instead? Literally naturally occurring. And it's so much easier for digestion. And you're not going to have that bloated feeling. The next thing I wanted to mention was lean proteins. So incorporating lean sources of protein, like chicken, turkey, tofu, beans, um, and legumes, um, they can really help with muscle repair. And they will keep you feeling fuller for longer. But the muscle repair here is the part that's really important, I think, because we talk about movement, we talk about exercise, we talk about going out there and trying to improve our bodies. Not necessarily like elite athletes, but we are always tearing our muscle fibers. You know, as we're walking, we're running, you might be, you know, lifting something, your muscle will want to grow. You know, it's going to want to get uh, stronger. If you haven't got protein, that doesn't happen. 
So it's going to tear, but it won't, re it won't regenerate or grow any bigger. It will just go back to how it was. And in actual fact, it can be shown in some studies that it becomes weaker because it has those tears and hasn't been able to regenerate as well. So it's really important that we have enough protein. And specifically for uh, vegetarians, um, vegans, anyone who doesn't eat meat, or even a high amount, you know, even small amounts of meat, it's really important to be aware of your protein intake. You know, I, I've got lots of friends that are vegans and you actually look at their diet and they don't eat enough protein, even though they're trying with their uh, beans or their, their nuts, whatever it is, quite important to maybe just track or have a look at your protein intake. You know, they say that it should be around a palm full of protein uh, per meal. So that's potentially three times a day. You know, you're aiming for roughly, it's super rough, but you want to be anywhere between 50 and 150 grams of protein a day. Okay, so it's important to remember why we have it, not just it's a nice to have, really quite important. The next one is controlled stress eating. We've all been there, right? Where, you know, we've been stressed as an entrepreneur. We, we, we're tired. Our cortisol, which is the stress hormone, is being released in massive quantities, uh, which can make us tired, but it can also make us super hungry. You just binge eat in the same way that after maybe you've been out drinking or whatever it is, you're tired, you've you're going to start to binge eat. And what happens is we can turn comfort foods into just stress relief foods and it creates these bad habits. So think of this, when your body feels off, turn your body on. So for example, if it's fe you're feeling stressed, you're not feeling great, you know, you're, you're overwhelmed, go for a walk, exercise, lift some weights. And when you overthink, so you're, you know, you can't stop thinking about different stuff. You're worrying. Turn your body off. So go and do some journaling, some reflection, some thinking. Really important to understand your body. The next one I want to touch on is limiting caffeine and sugar. So we always say don't have any caffeine or certainly coffee in the first 90 minutes of your day. The reason we say this is because it will affect the natural chemicals that you are releasing whilst you're sleeping and then as you wake up and, the, and see the sunlight and you know, start to wake your body up. And it will also reduce the fatigue or the drop off you feel in the afternoon. So reducing caffeine and sugar will improve alertness, uh, excessive caffeine and sugar consumption will lead to that energy crash and we need to consume these in moderation. Ideally, removing sugar, this is always up to you, right? This is not, this, we, we try not to be super, super strict it's really just thinking about what works for you, but we know that sugar is not great for us, right? So let's try and reduce excessive caffeine and drop the sugar off if possible. I hope that was an interesting podcast. You know, you know, a lot of you are saying that you're liking these shorter ones with sort of uh, more, more punch in them. Do let me know. I think these are some really cool areas that you could definitely take into action uh, straight away and make some changes and let me know how you get on. Let me know if these work for you. If you want more advice on this, or if you want me to talk about different areas of them, some really interesting things that we've done in the past to test these. And uh, yeah, we'll certainly bring you more in the future. Thanks for listening.